Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show. I am your host, Emma Gunn Awardner, and... In this episode, because it's a mini show and the midweek shows tend to cover habits, we're going to go back to a habit that we're all quite familiar with, and it's the reading habit. And you may be thinking, come on, Emma, we talk about reading a lot. And you'll be right. And the truth is, I probably talk about it more than I do it. Reading isn't the only thing I can say that about. But the point being is that it's obviously a point of frustration for me because I wish I read more. And yet I find it really, really difficult. And it's not that I don't want to read. I feel ridiculously constant, ridiculously, I feel ridiculous constantly admitting that I'm not reading as much as I'd like because I want to learn. Reading what other people have to say about the world or sharing their experiences or the stories that come from their imaginations are amazing and incredible and I want it. And it's so accessible. But reading, reading seems to be that thing that I have made into a really big deal in my head. Do you know what I mean? Like, when you think about any big task and it becomes bigger in your mind than it is in reality, so if you think, oh, I've I've got to, I don't know, I've got to deep clean the oven, and you think about all of the things that make up doing that and you don't do it, and then actually it's really only half an hour of your life and it's not that bad, or cleaning the bathroom or when you have to tidy out something or I don't know wash the car just those things that you put off because you just think oh it's just too much like hard work anyway so when I think about reading I tend to think I need calm I need a lot of time I need to have completely cleared my to-do list so there's nothing else that I need to be doing because in my mind reading is something that is a total luxury and my to-do list is never completely clear whose is Um, So I I make it almost impossible just with these imaginary barriers just that that I've created in my mind and it's utter nonsense. So, and it bothers me, which is why we, we do revisit the reading habit a little bit, quite a lot. So when I saw a headline for an article on Medium and that the headline reads, how to read two books a week, I thought, well, I'll take a look at this. I've tried speed reading, don't get on with it. I haven't tried that hard with speed reading, but anyway, I clicked the link and within this article, and the link will obviously be in the show notes, was this little nugget and it's just broken down reading for me into something so much less massive in my mind. And I hope that in the fact that it helped me, I hope that by passing it on, it also helps you, which is obviously the purpose of this podcast. 
So what it says in this article is, and I quote, most people read 50 pages an hour. If you read 10 hours a week, you'll read 26,000 pages a year. Are you with me? Let's say the average book you read is 250 pages. In this scenario, that adds up to 104 books a year. Half of 104 is 52, 52 weeks in a year, two books a week equals 104 books. Hurrah. A case in point, I've been reading Marianne Faithfull's autobiography for about two years now, and I'm not very far in. In my head, I feel as though I need to do it in a couple of sittings and essentially immerse myself in her story. I feel like that's the correct way to enjoy, absorb, and read that book. Um, but that's never happened. So what happens is I pick it up, I read a bit, I'm like, oh, this is so good, she's such a good writer. Oh, that's fascinating. Then I put it down, and I pick it back up sometime later, and I pick up where I've left off, but I can't quite remember what happened the last time, and so what I'm reading now feels completely out of context. So I think the only way to really read it is to go back to the beginning, which I've done a couple of times, and it just makes me feel really stupid (laughs) and daft. And given that I'm looking at my iPhone right now in front of me and it's telling me that my screen time for today is nudging four hours, I think I need to reallocate some of that time with some urgency to racking up some books. Don't you? Um, I think two books a week is highly ambitious. So I'm just going to say here on this podcast that I'm going to try to read a book a week. Not big ones, obviously. Um, nothing Nothing too big. But I'm going to try to allocate time in my day so I've got really good at doing the, um, doing the, at writing in my five minute journal in the morning and in the evening. Actually, morning's usually fine. I tend to think, oh, I won't bother in the evening. And I have to really push myself to extend my left arm to the bedside table where it is and go, oh, okay, fine. I'll write three sentences. It's sad, listeners. It's really sad, but it takes a lot of mental effort to like, oh, fine, I will do it then. Because it would be very easy to just turn the light off, go to sleep, put the iPad on and watch something um, on Netflix, which is what happens quite a lot, I'm sorry to say. So I've got quite good at doing the five minute journal in the morning and I'm getting better at um, writing it in the evening. So what I'm thinking is if I sort of tag the reading and the five minute journaling in the evening together and um, try and make that my reading time. So I write in my five minute journal, write those three sentences, and then I try to do 40 minutes to an hour of reading. Let's see how I get on. And I feel like the only way that I can really do this is if I hold myself accountable to me but also to you so I'm going to try and read a book a week and I'm going to share those books in the Facebook group when they are good and read now bear in mind I obviously do read other books for research for the podcast um, but that's a different kind of reading so I'm not going to include those although sometimes there will obviously be crossover because I'll read a book and I'll then go hunting for the author to try and get them on the podcast but there we go So how's about that? And if you want to read along with me, whether it's the same book or something different, well, that would be quite lovely too. But I just think, I know that whenever I've covered uh, the habit of reading on the podcast, I get a lot of messages from listeners who express the same frustrations as, as me, which is, the will is there, it's just actually getting it to happen can be quite difficult. And I, I'm really guilty of that too. I don't, I, I've, I need to find the pleasure in reading, but also I need to just read right? Just need to read. Anyway, so there we go. A wee habit to ponder. And hopefully, how many weeks are there till the end of the year? I think it must be 12. Um, could, I could have I could have rack up. 
I could have racked up, I could rack up 12 books by the end of the year. How wonderful would that be? Anyway, do let me know. And also, if you have any tips for reading, do join them in the Facebook group. The link to join will be in the show notes. You can also email me on thebeautypodcast at gmail.com. It's always lovely to get your messages. I do enjoy your emails. And I, it's me who gets, back, who gets back to you personally. They are not responded to by anyone else. Or you can always slide into my DMs. I know a lot of you do, and they are delightful DMs on Instagram and Twitter, where I'm at Emma Guns. It is always a pleasure to share my time with you. Thank you so much for giving me yours. Um, I will see you on the next one. Bye.